ಸಹನಾವತೋಸ್ತುಮಾಶಾಂತಿ ಗುರುರ್ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಗುರುರ್ವಿಷ್ಣು 
गुरुर्देव महेश्वर गुरुरेव परम ब्रह्मा तस्म श्रीगुरव नम तस्म श्रीगुरव नम The greatness of Vishnu Sahasranama is enumerated in various scriptures, especially so in Vishnu Sahasranama itself. Usually, when our rishis compose something, write something, they make it a complete package. Phalashruti, Phalashruti, the benefits and the greatness of this particular mantra, whichever mantra that we are chanting, usually is given in the end. Itidam kirtani yasya keshavasya mahatmanaha. That from there on it starts the Vishnu Sahasranama. Now when you read, sometimes we understand Vedanta or don't digest Vedanta and it takes into some funny ugly shapes. Funny ugly shapes because there are some who say, oh Vedanta says don't bother about phala, focus on the karma. Therefore, you don't need to chant Falashruti. When we are in a condition of Artha, Artha in some desperate situation, we should know what to do at that point. You cannot start digging a well after the house is on fire. So this Phalashruti very clearly says at what different levels can it be applied and how it can be applied. That is in its beauty in itself. Rogartho muchate rogaha bandho muchet bandhanaha Those who are in physical pain, roga disease. Chanting this Vishnu Sahasranama helps. So from the physical most aspect that it helps relieve oneself from physical pain. If there are somebody who is in a condition where they are, they may be imprisoned or they are wrongfully caught up in uh, the wrong side of the law. They have been righteous, but they have been wrongfully caught up. Under such bandhana, chant this Vishnu Sahasranama and it relieves them. Meditate on this and you will get nothing less than moksha. There are certain portions of this Vishnu Sahasranama when chanted 
as a mantra and repeated as a mantra again and again that particular part of the shloka or the entire shloka you can experience the other lokas chant the shloka land the loka i just created a brand name for it chant that mantra and you can experience the other lokas and we have been putting lot of effort but the money that comes doesn't come as a sustained income it comes and you don't we don't even realize where it is going there is a lot of things happening and money doesn't stay They're constantly in debts these are all real life problems in such desperation you don't need to call some ajmer baba or chamunda swami have you seen indian tv channels right they keep announcing that tie this amulet and everything you don't need to go anywhere chant this and you will be relieved of it the greatness of vishnu sahasranama is given in its phala shruti and each word has that depth of meaning and its implied influence from the physical to the highest point of spiritual nature the first thing that we can do is learn this vishnu sahasranama memorize it and some place i was telling that group why don't you all memorize this vishnu sahasranama i tell you vedanta sometimes not properly digested it can come out in different shapes and forms so that one of the gentlemen in that group started chanting nahi nahi rakshati dukrum karane memorizing it at this age or you know it's not user friendly because bhagwan shankaracharya himself has said that you don't need to memorize things said baba by memorizing it putting into an effort you don't need to depend on a book you don't need to depend on a vastu it is already up there on long flight journey do you travel to india often long flight journey what do you do you can close your eyes and repeat the entire sahasranama as long as you are awake because it's already up there a repetition is becoming little monotonous fine pick a shloka understand its each word and contemplate on the meaning of the words you don't need to be dependable depending on any of these external criterias and the final thing probably reached across as you start aging as you start reaching a certain age i i would not look at it as memory problem forgetting it is not that they don't have memory it is the connection to that memory the neuron neuron connection to the memory to retrieve that memory is becoming weak so i told that group 
that chant Vishnu Sahasrama, learn it. It is your insurance against Alzheimer's. Because you are constantly keeping that uh, neuro pattern alive. And as long as it is alive, active and utilized, you will not fall down to Alzheimer's. Oh, at least for that reason I have to start chanting now. Because sometimes we get into such superficial, superflu- uh, superficial uh, level of um, the what do you call it? symbolism. There is an aspect of symbolism, but it doesn't mean that it is just symbolic alone. There's much more deeper in it. The depth of it is not just superficial as a idealistic or a pointer. There is a deeper meaning to it, provided we are available to understand it from all those perspectives. So we have reached to the 64th shloka or if you follow a book, then you can start from... It's on page number, if you're following this particular book, then it is on page number 134. Yes. Do you want to follow, one of you? Yeah, fine. See? It's already uploaded there for them. Case in point. (coughs) Repeat after me. Gabhastine misatvastaha Simho bhuta maheshwaraha Bhuta maheshwaraha Adi devo mahadevaha Mahadevaha Devesho deva bhradguruhu Gabhasti nemihi sattvastaha simhaha bhuta maheshwaraha adidevaha mahadevaha deveshaha devabhrut guruhu Some people divide that and say devabhrut as one word, guruhu as another word. But here technically it would make sense if it is devabhrut guruhu. Because the earlier few, Adidevaha, Mahadevaha, Deveshaha, are in, and this particular uh, last word has to be taken in relation with the other words. We'll look at both meanings. Gabhasti Nemihi. Gabhasti Nemihi. Gabha, meaning space. Sthitaha, that which is. Stationary in the space. All the planetary objects. Gabasti chakrasya madhye. Suryatmana sthitaha iti gabasti nemihi. For our entire solar system, he is the life giving 
center of the solar system in the form of Surya. Many times we don't pay attention to these words. Let me bring you your focus to this attention for a change. We are talking of this wisdom which Bhishmacharya gave this to Yudhishthira. And Bhishmaji giving this knowledge to Yudhishthira, he himself had stayed for 120, 130 plus years. And he had learned this wisdom from various rishis. So all that collected, gathered wisdom, he is giving it out in the form of Vishnu Sahasranama. When did this dialogue between Bhishma and Yudhishthira happen? After the Mahabharata war. So roughly about 5135-36 years ago. Way before Newton, Galileo or any of such western science had ever evolved. 5,000 years ago. Now what, what, what is this word trying to tell? That there is a sun. And that sun is the epicenter for this solar system. Giving forth light and heat which sustains life form. And all these planetary objects that are circling around, they are all circling around this sun. Up until Galileo came in, there was a thought in the western mind that earth was the center of the universe and rest of them are revolving around. 3,000 or even 4,000 years before all of these scientists came in, Bhishma Bhagavan is mentioning it very casually. For him to refer to Gabhasti Nemihi, Sattvastaha, Gabhasti Nemihi, then it must have been a regular part of the understanding of the entire era, entire generation. So our rishis were not somebody who was just sitting in a uh, secluded cave or some mountain uh, or some forest and had no clue what was happening around. They knew that we belong to this solar system and the center of this solar system is Surya. If we go into the Aruna Prashna, one of the paragraphs talks about few numbers, like even in Rudram, the last Anuvaka of the Chamaka, Ekachame, Tisrasachame, Panchachame, Saptachame, Navachame. So similarly in Aruna Prashna, there are a set of numbers given. 
but it is not odd numbers and then start even numbers, nothing. They are random numbers given. And when you put those numbers and translate what it is talking, it is giving us the formula which ascertains the speed of light in Aruna Prashna. In the next paragraph, having ascertained the speed of light, because they could ascertain the speed of light, they calculate the diameter of earth, the diameter of moon with its revolutions or with its revolving nature, the time taken for it to revolve, the distance between sun and earth, sun and moon, distance between moon and earth, to the 10th decimal there is a variation. They are calculating their, their, uh, their numbers match to the 10th decimal. So another piece of information here to understand is that they definitely understood earth was round. Few hundred years ago, till few hundred years ago, they were thinking that earth was flat. And that if you cross to a certain extent into the ocean, you will all go into the nether worlds. And they tactfully named the earth as and the study of earth as Bhugola Shastra. Bhumi is Golakara, is spherical in nature and the science of studying it. So their understanding of sun being the center of this solar system earth being round, earth revolving around itself and around the sun, the moon revolving around the earth and then together revolving around the sun. All these calculations meticulously have been cited. So just to fill in a little pride that our ancient when they were talking, give them some credit that they were not talking out of their hat. They were very precise in their description. Way later, Einstein, he says, these are all hypotheses. When you read his work, he says, if the earth were to freeze in its movement, first of all, it cannot happen. It cannot suddenly stop its movement. Then it will go off course, like it will completely go away if it ever stops. 
between the centrifugal and the centripetal forces, there will be an imbalance created and it will go completely off the solar system. If it were not supposed to, if it did not go anywhere and it freezes in its movement, that side which is facing the sun will be charred in four days and that side which is facing the moon will become frozen in four days. Now, imagine the schematics of the entire creation, what kind of nitty-gritty details that Bhagavan has taken into, that the sun is there and around the sun, if you are just revolving, that which is facing the sun may be charred and that which is facing the moon may be frozen. So, what did he do? He created the earth that will spin on its own axis as well. So that evenly all across the globe, the sun's light and heat supports the entire life system of all these creatures. It is only in our Ayurveda which says that the plants don't just survive on the sun's light but it also requires the reflected light from the moon for its herbal qualities to grow. Therefore, in the Ayurvedic uh, literature, we find that the herbs, the cycle of its growth is not explained by days, but it is explained by the fortnights of the moon's movement for the flora to Flourish. Gabhasti nemihi. The one who expresses as the sun in a physical form in maintaining all this in the solar system in its balance and provide that life force for these creatures to exist, sustain and thrive. That life force which helps all these creatures sustain is called Gabhasti Nemihi. So, one word can, you can look at it from various perspectives. Gabhasti Nemihi. Sattvasthaha. You are talking about this God, He is constantly doing so much. Is He Rajasik by nature? You are constantly doing and doing and doing. Now, he is Sattvastaha. His expression is born out of Sattva Guna. His expression is born out of Sattva Guna. When we get a thought, a desire, what do we do? We jump into action and then figure out how to. Whereas in the sequence of that Paramatma expressing as the Srishti Karta, as that Ishwara, as that Brahmaji, first there was the thought, Bahusyam Praja Yeyeti, let me become many. 
as soon as there was that ichha he did not jump into kriya but instead satapotapyata satapastatva idagam sarvam asrujata satapotapyata he did a severe penance to acquire the wisdom knowledge of how to do it and then he started into the into the pattern of creation ichha shakti jnana shakti and then kriya shakti his kriya is not born out of agnana is not born out of the itch of ichha oh i just saw the similarity of ichha and itch both seem to be from the same root word the itch is because of the itcha <laughs> but it is born from gnana and the clarity is of the sattva guna one understanding second all the human i wouldn't say even human all the mind that was created okay let me step back because to introduce this particular topic i have to introduce it way back from the five elements what are the five elements that the lord created bhumi water earth water fire air space pancha mahatatva five nascent elements were created and these five nascent elements were they in their subtle form of expression that it could not be experienced the way we experience today so what happened then he did panchikarana panchikarana he did the mixing so that the entire five elements can be grossified we may not see air but we can feel the breeze i can calculate some people are clueless about it i can calculate the depth of the space from here to that wall i can i can evaluate the space depending on how much wood is there in that fire i'll decide how far or how close i should sit to it definitely in this kind of summer i wouldn't want to sit anywhere there but if it is really cold i would want to sit as close as possible to warm up myself so i can evaluate i can experience fire water i can experience earth i can experience that nascent five elements that can be experienced panchikarana grossification process occurs and the five elements as we experience got created of these five elements there is again three layers of their expression grossest is called tamasic the next subtle layer is rajasic and the subtlest is 
Satvik. So all the creation that was created, the grossness went into its physical structure. The movement in it, the Rajasic structure. The splendor in it was by the Satvik aspect. Now let us come to the human body. The physical structure by the tamasic components of these five elements. There is a lot of movement inside. All the liquids keep going up and down. And if you look at the heart, it has got an electric charge there which keeps charging so that the valve opens and closes and it moves from this to that. And there is a lot of movement happening. And this blood goes into various parts of the body, again comes back and gets cleaned. And that, that uh, the uncleaned uh, blood goes into this internal equipment and then from there it comes back to the heart, gets pumped again. While this is happening, there is a digestive system where we are throwing a lot of stuff in. And as it goes, it has to be again pulped down and there's a lot of things happening inside. All this is the Rajasik aspect of the five elements. Mana, Buddhi, Chitta. Mind, intellect and the memory. Do you know what he created with? The most sattvic aspect of creation. Subtlest of the creation. Now it is immaterial how sattvic it is because... The kind of content that we have filled that bag of mana, buddhi, chitta may not be sattvic. Like if you have a name brand, a costly purse, bag. Any good name brands that you can? Let me ask the ladies. You may be paying for it, but... Gucci, Louis Vuitton, is it a brand right? Louis Vuitton, I am dot on, <laughs> Louis Vuitton, Versace, so they say that each bag costs you about minimum small little thing costs about 5-600, good ones 5-600 grand, 5-6 uh, grand. Five, six thousand dollars. I don't know what is so specific about it, but and the best part is somebody gifted it to you. You did not even buy it. Okay, pause there. When we have such bag or such purse, what and all do we carry in it? papers, bills, uh, small change, uh, pins, uh, pens, and entire family is carried in there. Especially if you have two, three small children, entire family is carried in that little purse. And you have not, you have been using it in regular uh, thing and you have not gone into the cleaning of it. After 2-3 months, what happens? 
it clogs right it becomes messy now to add to that in this louis vuitton bag purse you came to some ganesh puja on some thursday or friday you came to ganesh puja there was this packet of prasad chana and then there was a packet of sweet modak and they gave you a banana with the betel leaf and betel nut luckily it was kept in a plastic bag and then you put it in the purse friday evening and you went home dropped it there forgot picking these things out saturday sunday you did not touch it busy at home monday middle of the day you had to go to some grocery or something some stench and then you open that bag Ugh! it's like it hits you what do you do with that bag now the kids come up with amazing answers they say empty it and sell it on ebay <laughs> at least you'll make some money out of it you don't have that choice because somebody very dear has given you that as a gift so what do you do so you go outside throw the things out clean it up similarly that paramatma has given mana buddhi chitta in the most satvik aspect now imagine the mana buddhi chitta to be bag like what are what have we filled in this bag in this container we know what we have filled not just this life for lives together we have been filling in it without cleaning it though the equipment has been given in the satvik nature and that satvik nature that it was created in that is where bhagwan lives where does he live in the center of that satva now put it in a very graphical way under the pile of all the junk that we have been putting all these lives bhagwan is somewhere there in that satva and various stotras he is often described nitya satvastha this comes in bhagavad gita niryoga kshema atmavan become nitya satvastha because when you become satvik that is when you will be able to recognize that paramatma within your heart because he resides in that satva first meaning is he has created this creation that doesn't make him rajasik there is no doership because it is born out of the clarity of gnana gnana happens only in satva 
so he expressing as this universe is sattvastaha because it was born from sattva and from the totality standpoint now at the individual standpoint where can you find him that where there is sattva sattva guna that is where paramatma exists if you observe all these sacred temples tirthakshetras where are they usually in some unreachable uh, top of a mountain on the mountain in some unreachable cave you talk of tirupati badrinath kedarnath somewhere up there if you observed it is usually at the point where the tree line is just about ending even the environment that he chooses is of a satvic nature where he resides physically to make that a tirthakshetra so kashi banaras all these are the points where the energy is of the highest sattvic nature therefore the rishis have ascertained it as the tirthakshetra where you going there your minds are elevated to that sattvic nature whenever i call for such trips the first question people ask what about toilet and bathroom you are not going there for picnic it is tirtha yatra tirtha yatra it has to have some penance penance aspect to it not for comfort it is for penance and if you if you have seen it is across all religions that kind of penance is across all religions so when i was taking this group i have made this observation i have gone to the chardham about 16 17 times so every single time i have made this observation that as we are going up the kind of cohesiveness coming together being as one group one aspect everybody supporting each other helping each other and untold you know without giving any instruction the cohesiveness seems to be coming together as soon as we come down to devaprayag the last confluence from where on it would be ganga ji seven different rivulets join in to the main flow to be called as ganga ji the final place where you can take bath in ganga ji suddenly people start becoming so awareful of their physical body the discomfort and everything going up the minds have become very satvic we are just about reaching to the outskirts of that the body identification the grossness of existence 
getting onto each other's nerves you can start seeing it happen that was one observation second observation was i did this crazy yatra really crazy 15 days 12 jyotirlingas luxury of our time with the flights and in 15 days 12 jyotirlingas we had got down in uh, pune we were going through nasik to uh, the bhima shankar as we were going and there is this sign says nasik shirdi uh, this side nasik this side the shirdi is 8 or 18 kilometers and then everybody is agitated we are going so close to shirdi why are we not going there i had a big smile on my face though they were frustrated not because they were frustrated because how easily we can lose focus the purpose of the yatra yeah there are other tirthakshetras the purpose of this yatra is dvadasha jyotirlinga and we are on a tight schedule and suddenly you see something else is okay that also now and they were very agitated so i did not respond to anyone because there's there's no point responding they all settled down in their agitations nobody was speaking to anyone as i saw the uh, mile marker it said 35 kilometers to bhima shankar i started feeling it so there was this amma sitting next to me i turned to her and i said do you feel it do you feel that that energy that satvik energy of this place kshetra mahima mm not really i said if what i am feeling is real you will see that impact all of them in this bus without anybody prompting without anybody telling instructing somebody you started humming something and that uh, suddenly within 2 3 minutes everybody got synchronized into chanting the name of the lord all by itself and this amma sitting next to me turns and how did you do that that not me that is the kshetra mahima that you are getting closer to that lord who is who is in that sattva guna as closer you get that elevated you become therefore it is instructed that every house should have an altar not a small little one in the cupboard because it was anyway not being used it was unreachable therefore put god there at least for the houses that we live in in us isn't it a minimum of what 3000 square feet 
एवरेज इन थ्री थाउजेंड स्क्वेयर फीट हाउस कांट यू फाइंड अ फाइव बाई सिक्स space which can easily accommodate one person sit with the lord and do their puja japa meditation that should become the hub of the entire family that that which you practice there envelops the entire house with that positivity that whoever comes with whatever bad intention whatever ill will the the potential the power of what you pray there spreads so much if the intensity is really strong the entire neighborhood will be impacted what just your home entire neighborhood will be impacted cuz wherever there is sattva that is where paramatma exists the last point whenever you see a spectacle in nature sunrise grand canyons waterfalls rainbow when you see these things however frustrated agitated you are the moment you see it what happens to you isn't there a sudden switch as if there was a button that was turned on and suddenly you become so awestruck snapped out of your pettiness we we experience that and all these spectacles in this world is the expression of that satvik nature and that is why the rishis say go find a seclusion which is such a beautiful place in nature that your mind automatically settles down and you can reconnect with that paramatma in your own sattva because he is ever present in that sattva where is god he is in your own sattva knock knock don't ask me who is it knock yourself in into that sattva nitya sattvastha simha simha the one do being in sattva expresses in the form of even the most terrifying forms what was the terrifying form narasimha avatar simha of all his avatars that was the most terrifying expression and if you can read bhagavatam that particular canto 7th canto the description that is given of him is very graphic of how hiranyakashipu was killed and that whole two chapters or three chapters very graphic description terrifying graphic description if he is sattvastha it does not mean that you take him for granted he can take the other terrifying forms as well that whatever weapons that he is holding 
is not just for a show. Like, you know, when uh, somebody is coming to your house, then you, somebody spiritual coming to your house, then you have a couple of Bhagavad Gita and some other uh, magazine, which is, and then put them on the center table and in the cupboards and, it is not a show, it is that he can use them to defend his own devotees. When does he take that terrific form, terrifying form? Whenever he has to protect his devotees. Simha, the cruelest looking, he doesn't mind taking the name of being expressing as a cruel, as long as it can come to help, as long as it can come to save the devotee. And what kind of devotee? Like Prahlada. How old was he? Seven, eight years old. There is no age specification given, but it's a Bala. Bala is about eight years old, seven, eight years old. A seven, eight year old kid, any method that you can imagine for torture. His own father applies it on him. In today's world, if Prahlada was born, you would say, <coughs> he is thinking of God or he is seeing God because he has created an imaginary world so that he could withstand this traumatic experience of Childhood trauma, psychological impact. Literally, imagine for months together, he was tortured with every form of torture that you can imagine. Thrown off the cliff, tied with stones and thrown into the water, thrown into the fire, thrown into the snake pit, thrown in the, at the feet of the elephants to be crushed. You imagine and that was done to him. He did not cry out foul. His devotion in Lord, his Shraddha in Lord did not get shaken up. For us, a little bit life changes, varies. And we start questioning, is he really there? Then why is this happening to me? To the intensity of things that happened to Prahlada. And what we go through is nothing. But in spite of that, his faith in Bhagwan did not waver even a bit. If it be, it only got more form. First. Second, when Prahlada goes to talk to that Lord, after several pleadings of the Lord, 
that hey when i appear i have to give one boon man you know i have also some status of being narayana you know being vishnu and i give some darshana to somebody i cannot go empty handed leaving you giving you nothing i have to bless you with something which you ask ask this seeing you is fine i don't need anything are please ask this is if at all you really want to give me something this is what i would want of you o lord please forgive my father and grant him place at your feet no animosity there's only generosity this is if my father was not behaving the way he behaved would i have had this opportunity to stand in front of you and see you and have this darshan for myself and prahlad did not pull out the card i could have been a better person but i was born in a rakshasa environment tamasic environment my my environment conditioned me no he stood above the conditioning to claim that devotion for the lord so it does not matter where we are born how we are born what are the experiences so long as that devotion that faith in the lord is firm that in order to protect such faithful ones bhagwan doesn't mind taking even the most terrifying forms like simha he comes in the form of simha gabhasti name is satvastaha simha why does he care for this creation so much does he bhutamaheshwara because he is the one who is um, the protector of all that which has been created he is the ishwara the boss of this entire creation every aspect of this creation is happening at his will see i have grown up in such an environment wherein the religious and political influence of conditioning was very strong in my head like you know pro hindu against all the other forces very strong it was and i was with this mahatma ji he still there in rishikesh virakta ekdam hardly wears a lion cloth any any season any time of the year so all these stalwarts of you know hindu organizations were sitting around him 
it was not a tent or it was not a big air conditioner, nothing. It was just on the shores of Gangaji. He was sitting on a stone. The rest of them found a place to sit and he said, Mahatmaji, bless us. Bless us that we take the flag of Hinduism. And he looked at them. And he asked a very simple question. He said, today you are talking about being a Hindu and protecting Hinduism. Kal ko agar tu Pakistan mein paida ho gaya to? If tomorrow you are born in Pakistan or in China, stop wasting your time in this competition. Instead focus on that Lord and let your bhakti be established in nischalatva bhakti. And then he went on to say, We may have created borders, we may have created lines. Do you think this entire creation does not include them in his creation? Think about it. Just because you are born on this side of the line, now you have the audacity to question his creation. Focus on that which is a priority. And the priority is to find that faith in yourself and firmly abide in that Paramatma. That universe and the dealings of this universe, he will take care. A very profound thought, if you can get the nerve of it. And who is the boss of this universe? Bhuta Maheshwaraha is that Paramatma. Let him do his job. But that faith again gets shaken up. When things that we have ascertained as good or bad, when something bad happens to someone or something happens, why is God keeping quiet? Hasn't he said that every action that you perform in this life will have a consequence? Haven't we seen that in our own lives? So each creature, each being, karma anusarini, what they experience is based off of their karma alone. Yesterday we saw dharmakat, dharmakat, dharmi, sadasaksharamaksharam. He is the one who has created this dharma. He has created these elements. He has created the dharma of the elements. He is expressing as the very nature of that element being its dharma. He has created the code by which this entire creation runs. All that we have to do is realign ourselves to that code. Rest of it, poor thing, he is doing it anyway. The Lord is taking care of it. 
all that he expects us to do take care of your life fulfill your responsibilities take care of your duties offer them dedicate them to the highest altar and do it selflessly that's it the rest of it he arranges for the child who is yet to be born who has connected the child to the mother's food and other processes to sustain that child in the womb do you think he'll not take care after the child is born his grace is always there because it is his creation and he is the ishwar of this creation you may tend to call that ishwara with whatever name in vishnu sahasana when further we come he is called kaha kim even who what is the name of the lord is it you are being specific about calling only narayana he says call me by any sound i will i'll listen to it is call him by any name bhuta maheshwara adi devaha mahadevaha he is the adi deva adi deva the sequence of things that we have in our hindu description is we are neither monotheistic nor polytheistic monotheistic means one god system polytheistic meaning multiple god system we seem to have an amalgamation of both which can confuse any sane academician or theologist it is called the monism wherein it is one paramatma who expresses in multiple god forms paramatma one supreme god form or godhead expressing in multiple forms of deities that who expresses as these multitude of deities that paramatma is referred to here as adi deva the original one sometimes it is funny when people translated as the original god what do you mean to say the rest of them are duplicate nakli no it doesn't mean that they are nakli you are a person you express as a wife you express as a mother you express as a friend you express as a sister you express as a daughter you express as a granddaughter the all the other expressions they are duplicate they, are, they mean nothing no they are equally valid 
right? Adi Deva, Adi Deva meaning that who is the beginning for all these. Adi, that which is the beginning. Mahadeva, the one who imbibes all these different forms of deities into himself. So when the Vishwarupa Darshana was given, Sahastra Sirsha Purusha Sahastraksha Sahastrapat Sabhumim Vishwato Vratva He was enveloping this entire creation and yet standing away in the beyond the 10th dimension. All these forms of deities are his own expression and they culminate into him. Therefore, he is called Mahadeva. Not understanding this depth, sometimes we get caught up in our own idiocentric stupidities. I am being very, very critical, I know. And what kind of stupidities? There are those who are the vertical lines, they are so strongly into that phonetic mindset that they would not chant this word. Adi Devaha Deveshaha. What happened to Mahadeva? Don't even mention it. Because Mahadeva is also the name of Lord Shiva. They don't even mention. Earlier there was another word in the first, third or fourth sloka. Rudro Bahushira Vabrur Vishwayonishuchishravaha Rudra, they will not mention Rudra. It must be a print mistake. I have heard them say this on a public platform. There is nothing wrong in claiming your God being great. Claiming your God, your form of worship, whatever you are worshipping as the greatest. Nothing wrong. But to say that the other forms of worship are meaningless, worthless or even very low form is what brands it as fanatism. I can always say, my mom is the greatest. But it is not a comparative statement with other moms in the world. Your mom, chi? My mom only is the greatest. You still have every right to say your mom is the greatest. That is the connection between the child and the mother. But that does not give any right to criticize other moms. Similarly, the other day, I don't know where it was. We fight these meaningless fights between the horizontal and the vertical the horizontal and the vertical and who takes away the cross 
horizontal vertical cross takes it away whenever in the panchatantra <coughs> mitra labha mitra dosha in that segment there is the story of on a tree on an old tree there were these cranes living and there was a snake which would gobble up all the newborn ones or the eggs so they had the uh, akhila crane committee <laughs> acc and they decided that they have read they have done research that the sworn enemy of the snake is the mongoose so where does it live it lives across in that corner how do we entice him to come here and help us so we will lay out a trail of fish leading all the way to this hole where the snake lives and it will smell him out and he will find him and finish him so they did that and this mongoose came in and it killed the snake now what happened earlier only the eggs were going away now the small little ones and the old ones were also being eaten by this mongoose mitra labha mitra dosha hindu as a community we don't need somebody from outside to come and destroy us we have enough within ourselves to destroy each other seriously the bitterness of it is so deep bitterness of this is so deep that you wear horizontal lines in places like mathura vrindavan you will not be served water i was in a shop trying to buy he won't even pay attention to me so there was a local person that i knew so he said swami ji you go stand outside i'll handle him and come i said what what is wrong with him he said he saw your three lines and he would not talk to he would consider it beneath himself to talk to someone who is not a vaishnava about between shiva and vishnu there is such an understanding who does lord shiva meditate on when parvati ji asks kenopayena laguna vishnor nama sahasrakam i am busy with housework and all these ganas that are there i am busy with them i don't have time for all these thousand names any shortcut what does he say you can chant the name of my beloved lord shri ram ram rame ti rame rame manorame lord shiva meditates on lord shri ram who is the avatar of vishnu 
and lord rama just before launching into lanka just before going there what does he do in rameshwaram he creates that saikata linga the linga out of the sand and then worships lord shiva between them they have absolutely no animosity in fact when you read garga samhita which is about lord krishna it is said that bhagwan krishna every day in the morning would worship rudra with rudram and bhishma in one of the conversation compliments bhagwan krishna saying in one lifetime you have chanted uh, 100 crores of rudra 100 crores how do you translate it into millions and billions billion 1 billion 100 crore okay 100 crore is 1 billion 1 billion times you have chanted rudra you are sakshat that rudra swarupa yourself in fact the description that is given that early in the morning when he is doing that abhisheka he has tripundarika all over the body i know if there is any vaishnava listening to this they would <laughs> mahadevah mahadevah the one who is the culmination of all these deities into one form that is paramatma the vaishnavas call that paramatma as narayana the shaivites call that paramatma as sadashiva the shakta those who worship devi call that paramatma as adi parashakti again different names for that same paramatma adi devah mahadevah devesha devesha the one who is the isha guiding factor for all the devas it comes in kathopanishad wherein he says lord yama himself says that that because of whose presence wind blows the sun gives out heat and light all these are like food for him and mrityu i am talking about myself i am like upasechanam mrityoho yasya upasechanam upasechanam is like achar on the side all the gods that abide in into the governance the one who governs them is called devesah devabhrut guru the one who has taken the avatar of brahaspati so that he can take the entire devas train them teach them guide them so here devabhrut guru the one who has taken the avatar of brahaspati brahaspati was the guru for devas 
anybody who is giving a good advice in our life you may like them you may not like them but in that good advice who is coming it is that bhagwan he is coming in this form to give us that message therefore datatreya datatreya bhagwan he claims to have 24 gurus one of the gurus is a prostitute singala another one and it is the simplicity that surprises me a lady at whose house he stops to ask for bhiksha food she it is not like today today there is nobody who in this environment at least nobody begs but even in back in india when they come usually we wait before cleaning up because something from the earlier day is left over in the past when a atithi comes asking for food it is not the leftovers that is fed instead the lady says are we just finished it but if you can give me half an hour i'll serve you fresh food so she goes there and it is not like the rice box wherein the rice is already ready it is paddy and she has to pound it so she puts on uh, the vegetables and the dal and other things on uh, the fire i mean for uh, boiling while that is happening she pounds the rice the paddy to take away the husk and she is having couple of bangles on both hands and as she is pounding the bangles are making lot of noise so she removes leaving only one bangle on each hand she removes the rest of them puts them aside and starts working looking at that by the time this lady comes with food he is already lost in his transcending in his meditation when he comes back she has what triggered you into that meditation she says he says your bangles how did my bangles trigger meditation then he says wherever there is duality there is sound there is clash and you removed the duality to have only oneness in that oneness there was only an expression without any clash and that oneness is paramatma through bangle bangle upanishad message through the bangle and do are we even such subtle to find that message we are in a condition wherein somebody comes knocks on us gives us that message and like uh, and we go back to our old don't we do that so wherever there is that message coming as an advice from whichever corner आनो भद्रा कृतवोयंतु विश्वतः मे गुड अडवाइस कम टू मी फ्रॉम ऑल डायरेक्शंस इररिस्पेक्टिव ऑफ एज जेंडर क्रीड कास्ट 
does not matter make good advice come because in that form it is Bhagavan alone Deva Bhrat Guru so today I think we concluded Deva Bhrat Guru we, we concluded 493 names so tomorrow we will be making the half mark 500 names so please don't miss a opportune moment of the midpoint we'll meet again tomorrow om purnamadaha purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya Purnameva Vasishyate Om Shanta Shanta Shantihi Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyonamaha Harihi Om